Hey, Mr. Arnstein, here I am. Hello, and welcome back to Was Glee Good? I'm Lily. I'm Liz. I'm Robbie. And today we are discussing episode some number of season two. 20. 20. Pro- prom? Is it just called prom? prom? Queen. It's called Prom cool. Queen. I did great at this. <laughs> We're all really three. ready. Yeah. Um, first, I do want to give a shout out. Um, once again, we were featured, honored, frankly, to be featured on a list. This week, um, the Glee Wiki's list of top 10 users. Just, <laughs> just users who spend the most time on this goddamn website. Uh, we're actually, we are the top three, and there's weirdly no one else <laughs> on the list. So thanks. Honored. Thank you. I'm humbled. <laughs> Listeners, it is a very beautiful spring day here yeah, when we're recording. Right so you're going to hear a lot of our Dunkin' Donuts iced coffee ice rattling. And quite frankly, we don't apologize. No. We're a little um, giddy and it's not all here. <laughs> uh, okay, so before we start, I have my the Wikipedia plot summary. Um, once again, the episode's called Prom Queen. As the race for Prom Queen heats up, Principal Figgins recruits new directions to perform at the prom. Mercedes is distressed because she doesn't have a prom date, and Rachel arranges for Sam to take the two of them as a group. Jesse said James, parentheses, Jonathan Groff, close parentheses, <laughs> returns to woo Rachel, which angers Finn. <laughs> Kurt attempts to help Karofsky deal with his sexuality and takes Blaine as his date to the prom. A surprising pair wins prom king and queen with dramatic repercussions. That is literally the only time they've held back. Yeah, that's the only time. Totally. I love it. That means we can reveal the drama. Uh, like, it's not a TV guide. It's meant to be, like, a recap of the show. Yeah, like, every other, literally looking above and below that Swirls, last line. Yeah. Like They're like, what, here's who won nationals. Not the last beat of the story. <laughs> Do not tell me who wins nationals. I'm so mad if I get spoiled. I will scream. 2012 spoiled. <laughs> um, I, how often do you think we open the show with Jacob in Israel reporting? It's like Th- one in every three, not that right? often. No. Oh, it just it. feels like it because it's bad. Oh, good point. <laughs> I, every start, time I see it, I sigh. They started the season with it, right? Yeah. They certainly did, and I hated it then, and I hate it's it now. Um, but this is also another episode that, we, and we'll hit this as we go through, where there's a, there's a lot of meta stuff. Where they're like, Constantly. we've been reading the internet and we know what you're saying about We're us. We're going to acknowledge it, repeat it back to you as a joke, and then do nothing about it. Exactly. I guess. Yeah, I didn't pick up on that this Either. one. Well, maybe it's not like as heavy as the first episode. But I also there. did not quite pay attention to this opening scene. So. Fair. Sure, so Jacob and Aaron's going to give us um, a rundown of who's running for prom king and queen, which I also will not repeat to you because it's boring. Because we watched the previous episodes of the show and then we watched the previously on of this <laughs> yeah. show. And then you gave us an in this episode previously on. Um, he does, and this launches like the E plot of this episode um comment on how apparently many people have been saying that um lauren zeises is like has pucks balls has in the vernacular this plot is yeah what why was this in the episode it's literally just to launch puck into this plot to spike the punch which we'll talk which about only later culminates in spoiler alert a joke thing it's weird it's weird it's, it's weird. That is yeah. weird. never it's lands very weird. either dramatically or comedically uh, meanwhile in Figgins' office um apparently air supply has canceled on the prom <laughs> and so he's asking uh i literally i want you to know i wrote down in my notes the gleeks because i couldn't remember the name of our own group <laughs> new directions <laughs> to play prom and he is going to pay them which is good because they need He's going to pay them what he was going to pay Air Supply, which is $400, which is probably why Air Supply is canceled. <laughs> uh, it is funny, though, that the initial reason Will says no before he finds out they'll be paid is that they have to sell more taffy. Uh, <laughs> a great yeah, he was like, we have to like, and also, like rehearse, rehearse for more. nationals. I thought he was going to be like, no, the kids want to enjoy their prom. Why would I think that? Also, I don't they've know. never rehearsed for nationals before, so I don't know why no, they would again, start now. A fundamental fault with the show is you can't show rehearsal because then you're showing the same song exactly. all season. Right, but they have to, they have to rehearse. But now they're not going to because instead they're going to do prom. Um, Sue uh, objects. Yep. She has a list. This is where this is the main other meta thing. She has a oh, list in her Spanx. She says she carries right. around with her of all the worst songs they've ever performed. Yeah. She number one is "Run Joey Run." Yeah. For which she says he should literally apologize to America. True. I thought that was fun. <laughs> I thought it was funny. <laughs> Sorry, this whole opening scene worked for me. It yeah. was very funny. Yeah. And then she says the matchup of crazy love and hair. Oh, also yeah. true. Yeah. True. Um, she also sets up the other side of this puck. Um, 
plot by saying that every year her grandmother's punch bowl she brings every year it gets biked um, and then she ends it by it. saying it's extra important to her because it's the punch bowl her grandmother drowned in which <laughs> <laughs> is a funny joke there's some good laughs it's a play it's a very good version of that joke this episode this is also where I have to say I don't know if I've ever mentioned it in the, on this podcast before but at one point our like dances got cancelled for a year at school because someone spiked the punch with ecstasy at the window ah. ecstasy that's way too far <laughs> That's way too far. That's too oh, much. God, I'm stressed. Well, that's what the staff thought, too. I'm no longer why. 16, and I'm still stressed about that. I know. I was not at that book. dance. I, you know, I right. went to one winter Thank formal, God. and I was like, I get it. I get it. <laughs> anyway, so now, prom queen. That's how we've started this episode. Yeah. It's yeah. bonkers. Um, do we immediately go him announcing it to the... Yes. So he yes. announces it to... The Glee Club and well, Rachel immediately goes, Let's do run Joey. I run. Know. <laughs> it was funny. But actually first we like open on the Glee Club and they're all discussing their prom dresses. Oh yeah, they're doing mm. the thing. And, and then, Quinn says you can get married as many times as you want. You only have one shot at junior prom, which is a funny joke that was made before this on Gossip Girl oh. about Cotillion. Funny. So. Okay. I'm sorry. Um I still Quinn in the this episode is so weird. It's She's weird. Finn's very weird in they this, just, too. Like Finn makes no 30 sense good seconds episode. of Quinn. Everything else is bonkers. Yeah, and again, it's because they decided this was her plot this season, I she guess. She only wants to be prom queen. We also lost even the, like, we've lost she wants to be prom queen because she used to be fat. We don't mention nope. that. We've lost she wants to be prom queen because she was pregnant. No one talks like, about how she was pregnant last year. No one. Ever. Someone refers to her as stretch marks as a joke halfway through, okay. and that's it. I thought they were referring to uh, the other... Lauren. Oh, could be literally oh. either. It was mean um, either way, but but I guess that way. one makes more sense. Anyway, yeah, then show. Will introduces that they're going to perform at the prom, but his big solution is that so they can all still enjoy the prom, they're going to take turns oh, yeah. performing and then, like, dancing. So the other thing we miss in the lead-up, right, is Mercedes is like, no, I'm not going, no one's taking me. Oh, yeah. Right. And then, so Which when he also makes it, no sense for her. Like, I know they try and, like, lampshade it later where she's like, I know I talk a big game about not needing a yeah. man. Normally she doesn't need a man. It's right, bananas. Right, like, it makes no sense. None of them make sense. No, it does make sense. Um, no matter how confident you are, when your backup date, like, Kurt would have been her backup date, right? Yes. Yeah. Him but not that being available. Sure. No, yeah, not at all. Make, <laughs> I'm make trying a plot. to create context <laughs> yeah. where there is none. Sure, there's a difference between like being cool, being single and being like story. all of my friends are pairing off. Now it's just yeah, me. Totally. That solid. That but that's not what they made story. it. Yeah. <laughs> and said um, she's just suddenly sad. No, because we have to lead up to what happens with her. Um, I am. Like I was physically excited. Like I just sat up and I was like, Oh, Mercedes is gonna get to do something this episode. It's gonna be weird, but she's gonna do it. And then Brittany says, I don't have a date, but all your dates are gonna see me dance and then come dance with me. So all of your dates are actually my dates, <laughs> which is very good. Yeah. Uh, Brittany's good this episode. She's solid. She's they, so good this, this is episode. a very well-written Brittany. Yeah. I think this is an Ian Brennan episode, and it uh, is. I have it open. It is. Lovely. It really hits the balance between her being sort of like a wacky sort of like maybe not dumb, but just thinks very differently from every yeah. other person, totally. and like, like very like charming and nice. Yeah, uh, but, but yeah, very like very nice, spacey, very kind, uh, kind and thoughtful and sensitive. Yeah, yeah. which we'll get to later. Um, um, but yeah, so when he's announcing this plan, we're like they're all gonna alternate off, so they have plenty of time to stay with like their dates is how he says it and Mercedes is like bye yeah because that's a rude thing to say in general like why are you assuming I feel like you know whatever we didn't go to high school 40 years ago yeah but like everyone was very conscious like we're all gonna go but I understand we won't all have dates and that's fine it's a dance for high schoolers yeah I mean, it's not like we're all having individual weddings. If you're <laughs> a person to marry, you're fucked. This, unlike the like weird holiday ones, I actually feel like prom does get blown up into this really huge mm-hmm. deal in high school. So yes. it, does, it does feel realistic that they're all like, this has to be perfect. Oh, it totally. has a lot of meaning for me. Like, fine. I mean, not that it matters if it's possible, but it did. It's only junior prom, possible. though. They're going to get to do That it part is year. weird. <laughs> do, do high schools have junior proms? Because mine did not. I thought it was just one prom that you got to go to two years. We had, we had senior juniors prom, you could go. go twice if someone asked you, but you actually only had, like, an invite yourself your senior year. Like, there was senior no, prom. That's we, how we did it. Yeah, ours was, it was your senior year, and then you could go as an underclassman if you... If you got invited. Got invited. Right. But we didn't right. have, like, a junior prom. Yeah, because why would you? That's crazy. It sounds, I mean, every time someone says it, it sounds fake. It sounds, <laughs> it sounds like training broth. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, now we cut to um, Breadsticks, the only restaurant in Ohio, where Kurt, who's wearing, by the way, a camouflage button-down, like a camo front button-down, and then a different camo <laughs> and a vest, invites Blaine's prom with 
Yes. Yes. It's nice. It is nice. He says, can I have your hand? He says, Blaine Warbler, (laughs) will you go to junior prom with me? Which is when I realized even this show is not sure what Blaine Warbler is. But instead of inventing one, they're just going to call him Blaine Warbler. I love it. It's it's a good recurring joke. It's very satisfying. It's very sweet. And then Blaine is like very nervous about it. He tells a story, right, about like getting beat up. Something, something. Yeah, he, there was, he went to a Sadie Hawkins dance. dance at his old school. It was right after he'd come out, and he and his date got jumped. It was the only other gay kid at the school yeah. Yeah. invited with them. Which sounds genuinely traumatic, and Kurt treats it as such. He yeah. says, like, if you don't want to go, I totally understand it. We can go to a movie instead. But if you want to, like, face your fears and face stand up to the bullies at my school, I think this could be healthy. It's, like, the perfect tone for a 16-year-old boy. Yes. Especially Kurt, who sometimes can go too far and being like, everyone has to be brave. Right. It's very thoughtful and good. And it is nice that, like, he does have a backup of, like, friends there where it's, like, he, he it's, it is a second chance for him to be, like, he, we won't meet, like, two people there, like, alone, like. Yeah. Yeah. This could be a healthy way for you to, to do this. It's very cool. Um, so Blaine agrees that he will go. They're going to try. Yes. Very nice. And then we get, uh, so at some point in here, Rachel ran out, out after Mercedes and was, like, we can go to prom together. Yes. And Mercedes was, like, that's worse. That's <laughs> worse. Sorry. Um, and Rachel was like, I have a plan. And so yeah. the plan we find out now in this scene is that she and Mercedes are going to go on a three-way date, not in the dirty way, she says, <laughs> um, to prom. Yes, with, yeah. On like a $20 bill. This is also, an like, it's sort of a brushing acknowledgement of the insane amounts of money that people spend to go to prom. Yeah. Um, totally. Because like it does this. cost a lot of money. Yeah. Um, but she, and she's like, like, you can borrow your dad's suit. We're going to go to Goodwill and get $5 dresses. And we'll walk and we'll get the $8.99 all-you-can-eat special breadsticks. Yeah. It's very nice. It's really lovely. Like, we'll make corsages. We don't really care. Yeah. Corsages are bonkers expensive. And you really shouldn't are. spend that much money on prom. It's, it's very, very important in the moment. I get it. But yeah. the next year, it will suddenly be unimportant. And then the next year, you'll have forgotten it. <laughs> so. Yeah. But yeah, it's very sweet. He says yes. They all hug. It's very cute. Yeah. I forget. Did Sam and Mercedes already date? Or are they going to date later? No. no they're going to date later. This is okay. the, the, the lead up. Yeah. Very good. I'm excited. She's going to yeah, have a that's plot. That's an actual interesting plot movie. Yes. I hope he turns back into the nice guy that we first met when he was introduced as a character. <laughs> and <laughs> and happy. I don't remember what happened. Quinn. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, now we are, I can't tell where we are, maybe the choir room, maybe another It's a classroom, classroom with, like, a changing screen. Yeah, where they put up a changing screen. Oh, yeah, this, screen. where were they? And all the girls in the store for, like, the first Same, five but then they're clearly this. in a classroom. Yeah. yeah. Um, they're all trying on their prom dresses, they, all of them being right. Lauren, Tina, Brittany, Santana, and Kurt. So like, all the cool Kurt's people. Kurt's been invited to comment. He's not trying yes. his, his prom outfit on. Because uh, Tina says getting a look by him is like getting one by Melissa and Joan Rivers, and you'll get like early extra prom buzz. Great. Okay. I'm sorry for what they do to Tina, frankly. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. Um, yeah. So, there's, I mean, this is also, I think, good. Lauren's yeah, Isis comes out in a dress and is it miserable. Looks like a, and it's they, like a Bell Halloween costume. That's what costume. I thought. It's a yeah. Bell yeah. Halloween costume that she's wearing with like a little fur stole. It looks cute enough, but even Kurt is like, they just don't make dresses for people oversized, yeah. too. I'm so sorry. Which is like a cool yeah. out loud acknowledgement, acknowledgement of a yeah. problem they've clearly been having with Lauren's Isis as like dressing yeah. her as a character, this actress. Uh, and then he tells her to try Navy. It's a good advice okay. for her skin tone, I guess. It is. But we never see her try another dress we on. do not see her try another I dress I think she on. shows up to the prom in a dress that is not navy blue. It's okay. like it's like uh, blue, but not it. navy. Okay. It's a good um, blue. Yeah. Um, Santana comes out in her, like, slinky red satin it's thing. It's like a little, like, ruffly, florally. It's absolutely what she would wear to prom. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. It's, like, too hot for a teenager. And it was like, <laughs> Santana's like, look, I've got a great butt. Yeah. <laughs> um... Yes, this is where Kurt reveals that he's going to be coming with Blaine. Because they all weirdly assume he's coming alone. Even though he has a boyfriend. Yeah. That was like a weird note to me. I didn't, I didn't even catch that. They were, they're like, they, I don't know, they're just surprised he has a date. Like, they're surprised he's going with Blaine. He's like, no, I'm in a committed-ish relationship. Yeah. I'm a teen, yeah, so it's all-ish. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so they're, they're all a little nervous for yeah. him. Santana especially pulls him aside and offers to make sure that he gets there safely. Yeah. The um, bully whips. The bully whips. Yeah. Yeah. They Mostly so the she, back. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so that she and Dave Karofsky can get more votes for Prom King. She's going to be the still really law and order candidate. She's yeah. going to be the law and order. She's just the law and order <laughs> Ava Perone. <laughs> I still Yikes. get Ava Perone confused with uh, Hitler's girlfriend. That's fair. Ava Brown. Ava Brown. Yeah. They're both famous. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, meanwhile, Again, the plot I'm going to keep coming back to because it's so dumb. <laughs> Puck 
wants to be the prom anti-hero, which he says is elected every year, just like prom king and queen. <laughs> Not a thing. Well, Okay, so here's where I thought this was going. He's like, there's a whole sub-prom. We elect a prom anti-king. I was excited to see this whole sub-world. Totally, I was like, let's go. That's What's fun. the ceremony yeah. like? Yeah. I bet they have, like, cool... It's like a marauders thing. No. <laughs> Instead, metaphorical. Yeah. Um, Didn't so care for he that. would like to spike the punch bowl, but he can't because he can't go back to juvie. Yes. So he asks Artie to do it on his behalf, and then Puck will just get credit for it? Puck will assist by distracting Sue. Yeah. I do not think he would go back to juvie for spiking the punch bowl. Also, I think you have to do crimes, but whatever. It's also just, this seems very uncool. This is an uncool I think that is a, I think possessing alcohol when you're under 21. Oh, fair. Serving it fair, to fair, a bunch fair, of fair, 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 fair. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, also, it should be a specific crime if it is not to serve an intoxicant to people who do not think they are consuming intoxicant. I think it is. Intoxicant. I think it okay. is. Think that is <laughs> All right, I take like it back. You can go back to juvie. Uh, was the that is fully on the side of making sure you don't serve intoxicants to people who are not aware? Yeah, don't. Yeah. I hope it is a Don't lot get of anyone not drunk. Me. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, yeah, so this is weird. It just keeps happening. We do this just so much this episode. We come back yeah. to this weird one. But now we get the only good part. <laughs> Would you like to begin? Wait, what part? Okay, oh, so oh, we, oh. Okay, so <laughs> Rachel is in the auditorium. She's carrying sheet music that says in the front, rolling in the deep. Um, she announces to the AV club. Who she greets with, hello, members of the audiovisual <laughs> club. <laughs> She they're like scene them, painting or which something. Which is the first clue that something is weird about this number. I know. They're not doing AV stuff. It's, no, they're like painting sets. Yeah. They're like painting the letters. It's, it's, like it's so weird. Um, but she begins to sing Rolling in the Deep. And this is when I realized Jonathan Croft is coming. Oh, no! <laughs> and it's, so she sings, it's fully a cappella, right? The first part. Yeah. yeah. And the then whole thing is, yeah. the, the whole, whole thing. thing is, and the AV people start doing the background, the background which is really which is cool. Really weird. This is a really good arrangement of this song. It works out really well. Yes. Um, but she sings the first verse. And, and then, then <laughs> silhouetted in the light of the theater doors. <laughs> Jesse St. James joins in. Wearing a very it's, heterosexual skinny scarf. I, it's amazing. Sorry, was I forgot this? this scene happened. I was watching this I have remembered on. it for years. Um, while Lauren worked next to me. And she just happened to look over at that one and go, is that Jonathan Croft? And I was like, yeah. And she's like, is he supposed to be playing a straight man? <laughs> she's like, because he's wearing that. He's skinny wearing like, like a thin V-neck that's yes. like a little stripped, like threadbare, right? Like it's supposed yeah, yeah, like art, look artfully distressed. distressed. And then, yeah, one of those skinny scarves <laughs> looks too loosely around. Under he's his, dressed like, like Justin Thoreau, quite frankly. He's, but yes. <laughs> it's he's dressed incredible. like actual Jonathan Groff. Right? Like in 2004. Oh, yeah. He was like, oh, Adult I can stop by man. the set for a couple scenes yeah. so we can do it quick. Um, it's actually it's a great performance of Rolling in the Deep. It's no, actually it's really, really good. Kind of, yeah, so it's a cappella the whole time. Yes, like they the, both make like angry it's faces a very at each other. Hot version it's of this song. <laughs> a not hot song. The scars of your love remind me of us. They keep me thinking that we almost had it all. The scars of your love they leave me breathless. I can't help feeling we could have had it all. Rolling in the deep. You had my heart inside. Yeah, anyways, it's excellent. I had remembered it for multiple years. Mm-hmm. I love it a lot. Um, so Jesse failed out of college is why he's back. Yeah. He didn't know you had to go to the non-show choir classes. He said I was majoring in show choir, which whatever. No, you are not Fine. Um, so he came back to see Rachel, who um, he's like, I, I feel bad about what I did. And she says, yeah, one day you were telling me you loved me. And then you were inexplicably throwing eggs at my head the next. <laughs> which just feeling another one of those pieces where Glee is acknowledging that it did a weird thing. They're like, yeah, that was a weird plot we did. Sorry. Yeah, I don't You're know like, if that makes sense. We just never resolve it. He's just like. Sorry. <laughs> We're going to make two or three egg jokes this episode. Uh-huh. Just to... he says, I and then traded one weirdly love... intense egg reference. Yes. <laughs> he says, I traded love for a fourth consecutive national championship. It was a bum deal. <laughs> Beat. First, maybe, but not fourth. Uh, I'm in love with Jonathan Groff. Yes, we're just all like in love with Jonathan Groff. He might be the only... Years later. He, like, understands the tone of the show. Yes. He's yes. the Which is what Leah Michelle does, too, when she's, like, doing her funny... It's why the two yeah. of them together yeah. are, like, fucking you're dynamic like, this as is, hell. You're like, this is the show you guys should be making. Why yeah. aren't you making this show? Yes. I wish Jonathan Groff had around to, like, consult. More fun and funny and, like, too much. Yeah, he 100% hams it up. It's great. Campy as hell. I love um, it. So now we're 
in the hallway, right? No, I thought we are in a classroom. Oh, either no, way. No, we're in a hallway. We're in the hallway, right? And Finn oh, comes up to this. Rachel and is like, I heard a rumor that Jesse's back and you're oh, yeah. dating him. And she's like, Which we're not dating. Rumor, <laughs> <laughs> she's like, we're not dating. He's, he's going to join my prom group, which is cute in a phrase I'd forgotten about yeah. since I was in literally high school. Prom <laughs> group. Um, and she rightly points out that it's literally not his business who she dates because he dumped her and is dating yes. someone else. And she's like, and I've been cool where... about you and Quinn. Like, right. hey, dude. Has Finn acted this way? This is, I don't I think so, remember. Right? I, I feel don't like think so last episode. We've seen, I guess he was he's been occasionally a little inappropriate, but yeah. he, he doesn't usually, he hasn't been like, although I guess she hasn't like dated anyone. Well, there was the nose job episode. Oh, he yeah. Was where like, he's like, don't do that. Oddly this. intimate. I guess this is his whole But plot. it does it's feel like weird. we jump really quickly to, like, Finn's back in love with Rachel. And, like, yeah. is he? Well, and then what makes it weirder jealous? is he jumps back to, like, in love with Quinn. And in that way, I guess it counts as, like, a consistent character where, like, yeah, he's not in love with Rachel necessarily. He just wants everyone to, like, be in love with him. Yeah, that's fair. But, yeah. like, it doesn't necessarily track with the Finn we've seen before. It's just weird. No. And it's not fun. Yeah. It's not, it's fun. not fun. Yeah. <laughs> they built it up so that I was cared about it, maybe. Yes, it's not but serious we're and leap back and forth. dramatic. Yeah. And it's not fun. So and then, like, two seconds from now, he's going to be, like, gazing reverently up at Quinn at how beautiful she is. Yeah. And totally. you're like, okay. Okay. Um, um, now we're in a home ec class, right? No. Uh, yeah, first. Kurt and Brittany are making the home ec teacher's life very difficult. <laughs> Sorry. First. Um... Santana's walking Kurt down a hallway. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, and she, uh, she has her radio, beret. She's wearing her beret and her satin jacket. And she radios to Dave. And they do a funny little back and forth about, yeah. like, when you're done, you're supposed to say over. No one's busted any Liberace statues uh-huh. or whatever. And then when they realize Kurt's safe for the next checkpoint, she says very loudly, Team Gay, you may now <laughs> proceed to the next checkpoint without fear of violence. It was hands down the best joke of the it's episode. Like, her performance alone was like, why are you yelling? And she's like, I need votes. Anyway, it's an incredible Kurt use of the scene. It's, Kurt hates it. Like, Someone, he's like, okay, I'm going to leave now. He also knows the fear of violence was from yeah. Dave. And in a bit <laughs> of foreshadowing, someone like bumps into him purposefully. Yes. And he looks around as yeah. though to be like, oh, so this is still not cool. Yeah. I don't need your like weird bully whip. But... It was actually not clear. It looked like she was just rushing to class. I, I think. But I, we're it supposed wasn't to read it as intentional. I think once we know oh, the okay. end of the episode, okay. we're supposed to read it. Okay. Anyway, now we're in the home ec class. Now we're in the home ec class. We've never seen before. The, the home ec teacher is begging her to just crack the egg. And Brittany's like, I don't understand the difference between an egg that has a chicken in it and an egg that has an egg in a it. A fair question. <laughs> it's a fair question. Turns out one's not fertilized, Brittany. It's yeah. just a, they do not say that, though. They, just, I mean, they, no they don't explain like, it. They this, say it's the same. What they say it's the same. It kind of is. Like the, the It's the same stuff. It's just that we didn't <laughs> give it time to like. It's not time. It's not fertilized chick. at all. How do... How does that work? Do so chickens have chickens, sex? No, well, yes. I mean, I sort guess of. everything kind of does. Chickens naturally lay eggs, even if they're fertilized or not, like a period or something. Right. So those are the eggs you eat. But so, like, it but has to be it fertilized has... while it's still inside? Yeah, yeah, like, uh, yeah. Okay. Yes. All right. Well, are you sure? Almost 80%. It's not as high as No, because there be. aren't they more, like, baby, like, so, like, they have the sex. No. 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 They definitely get fertilized inside the body. They're not like sharks or something where you lay like fish just like squirt their eggs out and then the sperm come like they all have or like a seahorse where the man holds it. Yeah, yeah. It definitely, it's definitely not like seahorses. <laughs> um, but yeah, like Everyone if it, did okay. Yeah. <laughs> Let me know when you're ready for me to come back. The eggs we eat could never become babies. Okay, but again, no okay. one says this, but no one says this. Okay, got it. Brittany is just upset, and the homework teacher. And then um, and Kurt, then Kurt goes on a whole thing where, like, I know cupcakes are trendy, but couldn't we learn, and I know foie gras is, like, morally iffy, but couldn't we learn to make at least one pate? I'd like to graduate knowing how to make at least one pate. <laughs> the poor home ec teacher, It's just funny, honestly. but also pate is disgusting. Disgusting. <laughs> it's disgusting. Horrifying. Um, I don't think it's even consistently one thing. It's just a specific texture that is gross. That is gross, yeah. yeah it's it's like... gross all the time. There's no good pate. But it's pate. very nature. Um, anyways, now, um... Artie Bustin. Artie Bustin, yeah. And starts to sing acapella, at first, at least. Isn't she lovely? To which, after about one verse, Mercedes leans over to someone next to her and just goes, isn't this song about a baby? Which it very much is. The the Stevie Wonder version opens with a baby-making sound. Yes. Yeah. Um, Also, sorry, uh, about one line in, Kurt claps his oven mitts together (laughs) in a very sweet way. Uh, anyway, this uh, I like this song. This performance is boring. It's boring. I skipped it. Yeah, I, I, was in I did skip it because, yeah, I didn't want to watch this whole episode. Uh, the end here is that Brittany is touched, but she's going to go stag because she is trying to, like, be 
you know, she's trying to like redeem herself and like take care of herself. Yeah, and it's she's actually so, like, like a great reason. And she's, she's like, it's not that I hate you. It's great. Yeah, she's like, I love having fun. I love dancing. I think everyone's gonna like want to hang out with me. Yeah, what you did was still hurtful. Yeah. And I'm not ready. It's really nice. Brittany, again, at times, is the most emotionally healthy character on this show. And I think right after this, Artie and Puck again, right? And Puck's like, do you want to help me spike? And Artie this time is like, yes. Yeah, sure, fine. Artie's still (laughs) a 15-year-old boy, I guess. Um, So now we get, uh, so Blaine and Finn are sitting on the couch at Kurt's house. At the Hummel Hummel something house. Hummel Hudson house. And Bert walks in and he says, like, my guy can get you guys discount Texas. Oh, yeah. We start with Blaine saying to Finn, you think it's cool if I jam with you guys at prom? How old <laughs> do they think Blaine is? <laughs> or what year do they think it is? Not 2012 no. or 13 or whatever. It's um, just so, it's Blaine's so weird. <laughs> you know, Darren Chris is at his best in this episode when he's just reacting to yeah. Kurt, right? Like, otherwise he goes full bore. <laughs> you know, like, you're not 75. I Can love I it. Jam with you guys at prom? <laughs> it's no. so weird. Why you is it written dance, like you can that? Sing with us if you'd like. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So Bert comes in and is like, "My guy got you half price tuxes. Mm-hmm. Cool." He says that he wore a powder blue um, suit to his own prom. Of course, he did with a velvet bow tie or that something. Really I bet he looked like a babe. Quite frankly, Crushed I bet you when maybe. he was like in high school, he was like very oh, dreamy. Yeah. yeah, and probably like kind too. Yeah, like one of those like nice guys. Ugh, fuck. Yeah. Anyway, nice we're in love with Bert Hummel. <laughs> Sorry, I just like momentarily <laughs> fell in love with Teen Bert Hummel. Teen, uh, fictional character. Will never meet. Um, anyway, so Kurt walks out then wearing what he plans to wear to prom, which is a kilt. Yeah. It's the exact outfit that Harry Styles wore on stage. Literally, it's like six months ago, <laughs> which worked for me yeah. then too. It's a good look. He like, calls it like an Alexander McQueen. He references some specific Alexander McQueen collection or something. It's yeah. a solid look and one that like in 2018, I could see like a straight man who was, you know, a little out of the mainstream wearing. Like, it's not... Totally. I feel like I've seen on Twitter at least three or four really hot gay teens wearing kilts to their prom this yeah. year, but, like, at cool school... And didn't where they're already Rippon wear it to, like, yeah. the Grammys Adam or something? Yeah, you're right. Yeah. So, yeah. so Carl's wears kilt, he comes out. Blaine, to his credit, like, does a little... Like, he's into it, right? Like, he smirks a little. Yeah. Um, but then... And Finn's then really into clear. it. He says, you look awesome, you look like gay yeah. Bravehearts. So, like, God bless you. <laughs> uh, and then Bert's like, hey, dude... Maybe someone who was recently gay bullied out of their school. Do you think maybe you're trying to cause a little trouble here? Which is such an interesting parent thing to observe, I think. Yeah. It is. I think it's a fair point, except that Kurt's been dressing this way for Forever. years. Yes. Yeah, it's not like he like decided suddenly to be like, different. I'm gay. Totally. It's I think actually it's an interesting toned point. down from yes. a lot of his daily school outfits. I think it's an interesting point to bring up. I think he is right that maybe Kurt is just still a little resentful and angry, which we get later in this episode, right? Sure. So he's like, is trying to cause a little bit of a stir? Right. Well, or uh, so he or says, he's like trying to test the boundaries of like, totally be like so you what's going to happen. Like, do you really? Right. Um, we do get a little I, consistency because he is like, do you think maybe you're just like wanting attention? And Kurt goes, of course. Why yes. would you dress up? Totally. Right. Very, and like, the thing is, I do like the way this resolved, which yeah. is Kurt being like, I'm going to do it, though, yeah. just to be clear. You're and Bert the whole time is like, you can. I'm not going to stop no one you. Stops him. Yeah. Well, because there's also this interesting thread, too, of like, okay, well, like, if so, if he doesn't dress like this and he is just gay, but like dressed like a straight man, like, they're still going to like either accept him or not. So it's like, not going to make him any more not acceptable. A, like, yeah. You know. yeah. Not to mention, there's this little note that I think, um, again, Darren Chris does well because he's not speaking of um, he's scared already right? right he's agreed to do this thing it's a big step for him what does it say that his boyfriend's like and I'm gonna wear a skirt yeah. which Kurt also does seem to genuinely understand he's like listen if you don't want to go with me dressed like this totally understand yeah, you've had a bad experience I am going to go totally he doesn't offer like I'll wear something else if you don't want me to which I again love it's good it's like good character notes for all everyone yeah. in this room it's good well done everyone um, and I do like the, the answer is he's gonna wear it either way so you're yeah. welcome to come well, Very also, cool. Yeah, a great look. Um, now I think we're back in the hallway with Dave Karofsky, maybe. <sighs> yeah, yes. it's Karofsky and Kurt. So Kurt tries to be nice to him in some way. And, like, <laughs> right? He tries to, like, tell him he could come out if he want. And, yeah, like, and Karofsky sort of starts crying. And he's like, I'm really sorry for what I yes, did to Karofsky you. Yes, Karofsky cries and then apologizes. It's very sweet. Kurt says, I know, in response. Which is, like, <laughs> good. Yeah, and Kurt's like, I like could used to hate you for bullying me, and all I can see is your pain, like... Yeah. Look at how no one's been beating me up. Maybe you should just come out. Like, maybe yeah. not today, but, like, look for the right moment. Um, this is where this episode does begin to feel like it was written as part of, like, a Kurt and Karofsky fanfic, which will only <laughs> increase in... Totally. <laughs> and then have a crossover with yeah. a Quinn and Rachel fanfic. Yeah, yes, exactly. <laughs> it's so much. Um, this scene alone, oh, is lovely. Yes. 
And it's a good because we kind of end the we ended the Karofsky plot last time we really dealt with it on like uh he's sorry but do we like how do we treat that like yeah. if a teenager has fucked up but then is sorry what do we do with a young person like that but yeah. to see him still like remorseful and yeah and also changing his behavior changing a key his part behaviors. of an apology yeah. yeah that's really cool it is yeah. still a little like Kurt Hummel perfect angel. Like, forgiving his totally yeah, yeah. he's like pure 75 yeah, yeah. year old who's like I've grown and I feel can grow like, oh my god just you don't forgive people because yeah. they deserve it you forgive them because you do yeah, yeah. okay you, you, were, you came out right. once dude you're not the expert right it's more interesting when he's paired with Santana which the show never really like figures you know, out how to really present interesting. interestingly yes right. and actually I think this would be interesting if they're I didn't want to see more of Kurt and Karofsky, frankly, no. but there is a world in which we see more of like Kurt wanting him to come out over and over and over and Karofsky not being able yeah. to. Like that would be interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's pulled off well this episode. I think all the Kurt stuff this episode is good. Totally. Yeah. Um, so now we get to Quinn getting ready for prom. Does anyone get ready for prom alone? Isn't not all anymore. the fun? I feel like they, I feel like this might've changed over the past 10 years or so maybe, is but it? definitely at my school, everyone got ready in a group. Like you got ready in like someone's house. Like, yeah. I feel like right? it's a movie scene though of like, the boy comes over to pick the girl up and yeah, she has gotten ready at yeah. home. But, it, but in real life, you get it's ready always in a, a group. The girls all get ready in a group and the guys all come they get them. I don't know. Yeah. We have a, we're a bad example because we been to boarding school, so it was there. only students. Yeah, yeah. you had to And we didn't have like a super mainstream school either. So, but I feel like all the like popular kids, whatever, yeah. like that's like, I feel like it's pretty standard for like all the girls to get ready. And yeah. Take I all their pictures photos around. Like, Maybe they like pick a house to get ready at. Whoever has the like most photogenic house, everybody goes in and gets so, like, all the cute and takes a pictures. Yeah. yeah. Um, so what we've chosen here is Quinn gets ready for prom alone. We've put the sad, serious music over. Oh my God. This piano, <laughs> it's like a piano music from a horror movie. Yeah. Like, it's like so spare and Maybe horrifying. it's because her dress is hideous. It's It's like a big blue poofy, like a baby <laughs> it's blue. It's like a. Robin's egg. You know when you're like a very small child and you watch Cinderella for the first time? And yeah. You're like, yes. How do I do that face? Well, her mother, so she comes downstairs and her mother says literally like says, Cinderella. You look like she Cinderella. does. Yeah, it's like sequins blue on the top and then like a big tulle skirt. It's like, a yeah. color that looks good on no one, Quinn included. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. So she gets ready for prom alone and sadly puts on what appears to be a tiara she's wearing to prom. I think she's just practicing. Okay. She definitely does I not come down that. wearing That's it. That's actually it's weird. Weird. <laughs> You're going to mess um, up your hairdo, anyways. She, whatever, comes down and Finn is there. And, and he's just like, He's awesome. a gog. Yeah. The whole like, you're time the most the music beautiful is still girl I've horrifying. ever seen. It's an interest. So this is only interesting. I think the show has forgotten this in the context of this conversation Quinn and Rachel had a hundred years ago about like, here's how it's going to go. You're going to get out of here and I'm going to get Finn. And yes. be like, well, and the original premise of the show of like, isn't it sad? They're all kind of stuck here. Yes. Yeah. Again, I do get... not believe that's what the show is doing right now. No. Well, no, it is because they... The, in the bathroom conversation later, it sort That's of true. hits They're it again. Going yeah. yeah, they just occasionally remember it, but like because it's yeah. not held up in between. This and again, music is not, you know. Only Ian Brennan remembers. It. Only Ian Wright. Ian Brennan's like, I did it one. One of do three. It again. He's like, I had an this. idea. <laughs> We've really gotten away from it. Yeah. Meanwhile, over at Breadsticks, <laughs> Jesse, Rachel, Sam, and Mercedes are all sitting in a booth together, yeah. and they're showing off. Uh, Mercedes and Rachel are showing off their like five dollar dresses, which are adorable, they but also look cute. a little five dollar-y. I really yeah. like. Yeah, it. the yeah. Mercedes one is like a very like a very shiny per- magenta like you oh, found totally. somebody's 80, 80s yeah. prom dress yeah um, Rachel's is like a pink like. tool kind of Rachel's like is very much what I would have wanted it actually, actually very close to what I wore to prom yeah it's what I wore in my 8th grade production of Grease <laughs> it's exactly yeah. that yeah um, which I had my mom make for me because she was the costume mistress <laughs> and I got to choose my own dress um, Sam is wearing a bolo tie yes, he's, he's very proud of it and he Jonathan Groff very funnily he says it's like well, Bruce Springsteen on, on the cover of Tunnel of Love yeah uh, and the John the Girl's like, that came like, out in 1985. That was like 20 years ago. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's like good for all four of these characters. Yeah. This too is another Jonathan Groff does look approximately 45 years. He does look very <laughs> old. 100. He's also got the like um, longish hair kind of pushed back thing yeah. going on that you don't figure out as a teen. Right. <laughs> no teen knows how to do that and make it look hot. No. Yeah. Only he is supposed to have dropped man. out of college. True. He's supposed to be a little older And than he's them. supposed to have been in high school for six years or yeah. They did In which case it's creepy for him to be dating Rachel. It's very Also frankly, many primes had rules about who could come. It was like no one who's who's twenty one or older. Yes, yeah, you could, like, like if you, yeah. yeah, like if your boyfriend graduated last yeah. year, he could come. But yeah, twenty one. Twenty one is usually the cutoff. Um, they someone says something about Sam's situation, and they're like, "We filled Jesse in on what's happening." Blah blah. blah. They have a little like, conversation. Yeah. Because um, this is how we lead into talking about the recession. Oh yeah. right. Because oh, oh, when Jonathan Gruff says, "Wait, I wrote it all down." Please it's, say it. The best time to start a business is during a recession. I don't know why or even what a recession is, but it's my understanding that we're in one. <laughs> it was her. 
<laughs> Rachel's like, he's so smart. I can't believe he dropped out of college. <laughs> he's going to start a show choir consulting company. Yeah. Um, Mercedes says, are there enough show choirs for that to be in business? And Rachel's like, of course there are. <laughs> there are three that we know of. But they've all hired very expensive coaches. So That's honestly, true. get in on that market. <laughs> um, now we're at the prom. Yeah, we're now it's prom. Puck and Artie are performing Friday. Oh, wait, no, okay. One last beat at Breadsticks. Oh, please. Finn and Quinn show up, and Finn says something threatening to... Oh, he's oh, did he's you threatening... order eggs? Oh, yeah. Which is meaner to Rachel than to, than to, yeah. to it's Jesse. Also stupid. It's also stupid. <laughs> it's not a good threat. Sorry, that's not hot or cool. And then Jonathan Graff says something about, like, if Quinn gets tired of having Finn step yeah. on her feet, um, he can dance with her. And then Mercedes very dramatically yeah. is like, we love you guys, but also can you go away? We're having a nice time, and this right. is gross. Right, <laughs> We're trying to have fun. So and out. then, yes. And then I think it's probably a commercial break. Probably. Sure. Then we cut to the we prom cut to prom where they are Friday. singing Friday. Rebecca Black's Friday. Which forever Why? will take me back to being age twenty one. Should so we I play love a little it. clip of the song here? Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Why? <laughs> I thought it was a good cover of that song. Sure. Not, they did the did whole thing. The whole thing. It's a joke. Why did you do the whole thing? It was the perfect. I loved it. They should have just cut in half. Like, they should have come back to commercial. They're halfway through. This Friday. is the only other thing I remembered from this episode. As soon as I saw it was the prom episode, I got Friday stuck in my head. Oh, God. Why don't just say, wow. <laughs> um, then. Oh, wait. Rachel, there is a oh, shot please. in here that made me laugh out loud. Of, uh, and we keep cutting back to them during every performance. The way Santana and Karofsky are oh, dancing. It's <laughs> so funny. They're like not looking at each other, first of all. Barely touching. <laughs> Karofsky is doing like a very classic, like large white man who doesn't know how to dance. Sort of like white hands go up only a little bit. Yes. Yeah, too, too self-conscious to put them up all yeah. the way. <laughs> <laughs> like shoulder level. We are like, now it just I mean, a what to do with your arms is does. always the trickiest part of dancing. I, I, I always go too far in the opposite direction to move them too much. <laughs> I think that's, he does. Better, that's better than t- not enough. Yeah, I think so. I think I've learned anything in my years. Just he overdo just it a little go bit. Yeah, yeah. He does like bite the lower lip a little bit. Mm-hmm. Shantana, meanwhile, is doing this like sexy shimmying yes. just for herself. Right? Yes. Like, she's like, not, not, not touching. <laughs> I do wish everyone could see what Liz is doing. <laughs> this um, yeah, whatever direction they gave to these two actors, nailed it. Incredible. Perfect. Um... Uh, yeah, then Rachel gets up and very Dramatic. slowly and dramatically sings. Very Christina Rachel Perry's, barely sings yeah, Jar of Hearts. Jar of Hearts. Which is Which not is, a good song. It's not a good song. It was not a good song in also, 2012. Also, it's not a good slow dance song because it's like mad and it's, it's a, a breakup ballad. song. It's, a, yeah. it's like a breakup ballad. Yeah. It's like she a song done about don't come, years. Back, don't come back. Yes. Is literally, also, there's a lyric. Like, well, so she can sing that and then look at Finn. Yes. Looking yes. at her over Quinn's this, shoulder, which is gross. You don't, I th- so I think we've all agreed that it is shitty to everyone when you are dancing with one person and dramatically looking over at their shoulder at another person. Yeah. Yeah. You're not supposed, you're there's supposed a, to be there's a social We're contract. If you're looking over my shoulder, I assume it's because like you're happy to be here with me and we're just like hugging. Totally. We This is only okay in movies where the person you're dancing with is a literal monster. Yes. Yeah. That's it. But Quinn is only sometimes a literal monster when they need also, her to be for the plot. Yeah, she's 16. I will say two rude. things, two notes from here. One, the, one of the lines of the song is, you're going to catch a cold from the ice inside your soul. Which is like so bad, I had to like, <laughs> a recoil. You're going to have a sniffle. Yeah. That, that, um, also, that's not how colds work. It no, actually no. has nothing to do with the temperature. Nothing, it's, temperature. Um, it's a germ situation. In one of the shots when we're like seeing um, Finn and Quinn dancing, Passing in front of the camera, there's a lot of extras in this scene yeah. that get featured prominently, but one of them, he has a Bluetooth headset on yes, as he's floating. Yes, it's very funny. <laughs> like a big, chunky one. Mm-hmm. With a very miserable funny. looking girl. We yeah. also, sorry, real, the other things we see are curtain Blaine or not dancing. Not dancing, which feels right. Not is, Yeah, the they're pun. there. They're not dancing. They're not doing a slow dance. Like, yeah. I think they do some of the faster ones. Brittany is dancing with a girl. 
Oh, I didn't okay. notice that. Yeah, we don't we don't know this girl is just an extra I or whatever. Song, to be That's clear. Fair. That's I watched fair. it only because I like watching all the characters move. Um, Dave, yeah, Dave and Santana are like doing weird dancing. Yeah, there's and this I think awkward. is this where Santa comes over and asks Mercedes to dance? Yes. Probably that would be in end. the middle yeah. of it. Yeah. He comes over and is like, "You look great. Would you like to dance?" Which is sweet. Only because it's so sweet. called back to like fifteen minutes ago yeah. when she was like, "The one thing I want in my whole life, I know whatever I know, talk big game is for a boy to come over, tell me I look beautiful, and ask me to dance." And yeah. that's exactly what he does, and it's nice. And I cried. I'm like the momentum for me to watch Glee is back because I want Mercedes no, to have a plot. I want to kiss. I don't even care about Sam. Who gives a shit? <laughs> He's nice. He's got those siblings that yeah. are cute. Anyways, this is like a lot happens in our three Does minutes. Mercedes date Zimio later. Yes. I think that already I think happened. She, I think she does again later. Didn't we have a plot? I, I'm remembering that episode. I it's, thought we already covered it. Did they already do... They went on um, one date or something. Did they already we do already... We Got the Beat? No. Because no. it's in that episode. No, it's later. Much okay. later. You're right, because she has a more consistent date. It yeah. wasn't a Zimeo. It was a, a black football player who we didn't know previously. <laughs> His name was like Anthony or something. Yeah. yeah. It was Anthony. Um, okay, so now Puck says to Artie, Tora, Tora, Tora. This <laughs> is how they know that it's time to spike the punch. <laughs> Very funny. No music is playing, and he goes up to try and like dance around Sue to distract her. Who just says, "Why? Why are you this? doing this?" Uh, then she immediately turns around and just promptly sees Artie trying to pouring from like a glass from a, what looks like a liquor bottle. Yeah, yeah, like a yeah, what are they called? Like a you know the little skinny ones? Yeah, they're like supposed to go in a jacket pocket. What are they called? Oh, you made me forget it. <laughs> a flask. Yes. You guys, a flask. Remember, you guys remember flask? No, I'm not talking about a flask. I'm talking oh, about the I... bottle that that comes in. Okay. Anyways. It's like um, a rectangular mm-hmm. glass. Anyways. So Sue grabs him, pulls him to like her, her office or whatever, right? Him being this arty. is so yeah. boring. It's very boring. Um, it's going to this... go on for a while. The point is that Sue's out of the room. This is the entire point of this plot we it's learned. A, Sue's out of the room and it's a torture joke. Do we get the... the, the we get the... Um, the dental tools, right? Yeah. She gets this actually had my favorite joke of the whole episode. Go ahead. It was the meanest. Um, I, it might happen in a later scene with them. I don't remember. She pulls out the dental tools, and then he, like, immediately is like, I just wanted to do it to look cool to, like, date Brittany again or whatever, right? He, like, announces everything. He's like, you just told me exactly what you want. And then she says, you're the worst POW ever. John McCain is rolling over in his grave. <laughs> I think that's funny. <laughs> that's so funny. <laughs> Sorry. I know I, uh, I can never be president. It's like I think two that's jokes. Funny, Literally no funny. one at us, but that's funny. It's funny. It's good. This plot is American stupid and boring. It's so stupid and boring. Yes, but then we cut to my favorite performance that I'm still mad we don't get more of. Oh, yes. Blaine doing I'm not going to teach your boyfriend how to dance I have with it as this Blaine song that I inexplicably love. It's like, so good. Like, why do I love this? so good it's well, it really be, because that song itself is like very like over the top and like if not campy then like wacky-ish i can't think of the it's right word for it like, but it plays twee. to his strengths and the way that he performs yeah if, it's very it's like good. um i don't know there's a it's, whole genre it, like it has a whole stuff. deal it's very yeah. like yeah it's storytelling it yeah. feels very like 50s ish right or it's a lot of like yeah and it also feels very a specific like word and i can't I think of it but like it feels very like twee like it feels like very whimsical. like matt and kim yes. yeah um yeah, yeah. tina and Brittany are doing backup i think kate nash did cover it at some point mm. like i'm pretty sure she did yeah that seems very right. good every version of it is good um so everyone's having a blast while he yeah. sings by the way rachel and jesse are like dancing and having a really good time until yes. jesse makes i guess the like criminal mistake of leaning down to kiss rachel's neck which by the way she looks like she really enjoys oh, yeah she's into yeah it. because neck kissing she's a sexual is the best thing um and finn marches over and accosts jesse yes. they just start shoving each other it's just shoving yeah, they, they I think Finn no... throws one punch at the very end and right jo- before and Sue Jonathan shows up. Yeah. And, and then that's when Sue jumps in and is like, both of you out of here. She calls yeah. them two funny names. I forgot what they were. Sure. But it's abs- it's actually very efficiently done. She's like, yeah, they're leaving. Sorry. Bye. Yeah. Yeah, she's a great Carry actually on. prom whatever. Yeah, this worked out right. Yeah. Um, whatever. Yeah. So, you know, whatever. Finn goes over there and yells and he's like, what do you care? She's not your girlfriend. And Finn's like, but it's my school. And you're like, this is a boring fight. I'm so bored. This is so boring. And like the Finn motivation makes no sense. It's yeah. Stupid. Yeah, it's still not clear. And it doesn't really make sense. So I understand we need to get Finn out for the, like, part of the drama later. But otherwise, the rest of this episode is really dramatic and interesting. And this 
Just, it's boring. And the drama we're supposed to, because, like, they get thrown out, and then we just immediately go to Quinn, like, a close-up on her face. Sure, because her, she just watched her dream walk yeah. out to the door. And I'm like, I was never invested in Quinn winning prom queen. That's not the I emotional... I literally never like, cared. Right. I want... It, maybe it could have been if you had given her any sort of characterization, but if you I cared did about, it. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's so... Ugh. There are structural problems yes. here. Termites have eaten the bottom of this plot. Yes. <laughs> no longer... So now we go to but now we're ready Biggins to has gotten up to yeah. announce the prom king and queen. So we have, remember, lined up. I think King is Karofsky, Finn, Puck, and a strange man we've else. never seen. A man we've yeah. never seen before. It's very eager, by the way. Our queen options are Lauren Zaces, Quinn, Santana, yeah. and, and another girl we've girl. never seen. <laughs> never <laughs> I do love and respect that they're like, we have other groups at this school. This episode really wants you to remember that other people exist at this school. Yeah, we got a home way... class. Well, it's, okay, so they do the, every TV show that has a prom episode. They did it on Buffy, too. They did it on Veronica Mars. Like, yeah. they have to, it's one scene where they have to acknowledge that the there's Buffy a whole the wide school out there. <laughs> because they yeah. all just raise their hands and are like, uh, so we know that a lot of weird stuff goes on at this school, and we don't always hang out with you. <laughs> do you want me to start crying? Weird. I know, it's really like, so me too. <laughs> um, anyway, wild so horses. She dances with angels. Instead, fine. here we just have other people. Yeah. And um, Dave Karofsky is prom king. Yes. Congratulations to him. It's weird he won, but sure. It's weird. Who likes Dave Karofsky? No I guess one. everyone is the point. <sighs> everyone like very or is cool it part and of the joke? I don't think I so because I don't think they know. They don't know. I think it's just like he's the most powerful You'd think guy. It would get called out. He's That's a hockey slash football player for this. Podcast. Again, this yeah. does feel like it was written as part of a fanfic for totally. Kurt yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, if I were a person interested in reading Kurt slash Krofsky fan fiction, I would click on this. this would one. be yeah. This yeah. would be the one you'd want to click on. Um, so that's fine. And what happens? We do when? Queen, and everyone looks really nervous. And here is the part of this episode that actually makes me angrier than anything. Yes, else. yes. So Figgins pulls the like uh, opens the fucking envelope. Yeah, sure. stares at it and frowns, takes a deep breath, and then see, just announces it. it. Any principal worth his fucking salt would have been like, not funny, guys. and the, Or faked it and said Quinn. Yeah, right? Like, say someone else. Who cares? It's all yeah. fake. Instead, he says Kurt. Also, he you says by an as overwhelming if he was bound number of writing law votes. to yeah. announce it. It's that... not the Oscars. You don't have to follow accounting law. No. It's fine. So he announces it's it. It's a banana choice. It's dead silence. Sure, because it's weird. Yes. But also, someone clearly organized this, right? Yes. Like, of the 300 students in this class or whatever, 150 of them didn't so write in part of, of their own accord. Is right. the problem I have with this episode because it's all like it ignores the like setup for how this even happened. Sure, but it portrays the reaction very well. Yes. Okay, but here's the thing: later on, we'll, and we'll get to this when we get there. But like, he comes back in, and people yes, seem sympathetic to him. So who voted for him then? Well, who, so what are we supposed to breed the student so body? My theory. So of the 300 people in this class or whatever, how many of you, did you actually cast a vote for Rumpkin and Queen? I did not. I don't think so. We did. We, we, you did it as and you no, walked but in the prom. Did oh, I I think did. I probably walked by oh. the table and was oh, like, "What?" I did because it was easy. I think. So I think all the, ours also it was all right in. I don't think that there was. Yeah. So let's assume that a third of your class actually ends up voting. Yeah, it wouldn't take that many people. To right, do you'd need like twenty-five people or, to actually yeah. do this, or like, to, and the rest of them to split the vote. Right, yeah. you need like. And so I guess in this scenario, mean. everyone else was like, "Wow, that's mean." Sure, I should have voted. <laughs> I guess for yeah. literally anyone else. Or it was trying to show again that like this happened in secret, and when they're confronted with it, people are going to play along and act like they're progressive and nice. But the show didn't know say that. I don't know if I want to give it enough credit for that. Yeah. Well, again, I, we are again we're giving the show a lot. Of yeah, we're inventing legs under a table that is otherwise floating. Which is what I mean when they say like this, all this background stuff because they don't think about the school as a real school full of real teens that exist. It's a weird... Makes yeah. no sense. Yeah. But the reaction to the characters we know... You're right that, that it feels fan fiction-ish and that it's contrived to get us to the reaction yes. here. So, so yeah, so Kurt, Kurt wins. Uh, again, he everyone runs falls out. silent. He, yeah. he runs he out. He stares and then he runs out and we hear Blaine actually very sweetly running yeah. after him just going, Kurt, wait! Yes, it's, <laughs> it's really cute. nice. You should run out after your boyfriend if he's having a bad time. And that's like a, a good commercial break. Good yeah. commercial break. Cut back into him in the hallway. Blaine has followed him this out. This is my favorite scene of this whole Yes, this really is where, like, again, the reaction is very good. Yeah. Because Kurt is like... So he's running. Blaine gets him to stop and slow yeah. down a little bit. He's like, don't you see? We thought people were being so progressive and nice. They were just doing it secretly under a secret vote. Yeah, so, he has to, so Blaine yeah. says it's just a stupid joke. And Kurt, yeah. I literally screen up all of this because it made me feel a lot of things. Uh, <laughs> it says, no, it's not. All that hate. They were just now afraid to say it out loud, so they did it by secret ballot. Which yeah. is such an interesting... Commentary on literally that's everything. That's how, right, that's how, like, yeah. hate in our society now works, right? Like, we're getting better at talking about it, so it's more embarrassing to say it out loud, which is an important step. If we can at least shame people into not saying the things they hate out loud, that's a great step. But, but then we don't see the secret ballot solution, coming, not to get a little heavy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> sure, but, like, yeah, so... 
future. Not it's to it's make this a metaphor. Not to make everything about Hillary Clinton. A very literal metaphor. Um, everything's a metaphor. It's it's sweet. It's thoughtful. They sit outside for a yeah. while. And we cut back and forth between this and two other dramas I found the cutting Well, so we cut back to, um, again, the uh, Quinn and Rachel fanfic yeah. where Quinn is crying in the bathroom. And this is like, sorry, now I'm supposed to care about Quinn not being prom queen. I'm very busy with Kurt and homophobia yes. right now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, but once once Rachel like dabs away her tears, I'm like I'm back in. Yeah. <laughs> Here is Rachel Watt runs in and apologizes for yeah. some reason because she believes she somehow was the it's cause. her fault. Yeah. So I think Quinn says out loud like no one voted for me because they understood that Finn's not in love with me. He's in love with you, which is not what happened. And Rachel fine. says something like no, he's not, or she's I'm sorry, or something. And yeah. Quinn slaps her across the face, which is satisfying oh, as all hell. But I then love a slap. Sorry, also a line. But I then wrote Quinn down gently whispers, I'm so sorry. Um, and then they kiss. I assume. When we cut back, just to say it now, uh, what Rachel says is, "I know I'm supposed to be upset about oh being God. slapped in the face, but I happen to appreciate the drama." It's honestly of perfect. It. Or she, <laughs> says, she, she says, "I'm actually the best person this could have happened." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, that moment more even than the intense staring and slapping was when I was like, "They should date." Yeah. Yep. 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 yep, 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 yep. <laughs> one of these women is very dramatic, and the other one just fucking loves drama. Yeah. And like, like sometimes so they're annoyed with each other, but like ultimately, actually, I'm sold. I've sold like in the past thirty this seconds. Whole bathroom this whole date where they're like thoughtfully talking about their own beauty and their own goals. And Rachel's like, "You're more than you're very pretty." Like you're the prettiest girl I've ever seen, yeah. but there's more to you than this that. This is when we look back around to like Quinn be- being like, "You're gonna get out of here, and I'm gonna stay here because I'm just gonna." Totally. Get she says and... she's like, "I know you think I don't have any problems, but I'm just because I'm I am who I am because this is so tenuous. Yeah. I'm worried all the time. Yeah, yeah. anxiety is Which... just stuff you could lose. Yes, um, it's really lovely. It's really lovely. And then take. we get the third little like Which scene. Could Which be is... a throwaway, but instead just is so good. good. So, so it's Santana Santana's weeping. Her mascara yeah. is all like runny or whatever, and Brittany has run after her because of how they are still in love. And also friends. And also friends. Um, and Santana's like, I don't understand. I did. She really did work as hard as she possibly could to become this person who she believed was the person people yeah. wanted her to be. Right. Right. Very sympathetic. She's like, they know. Or she's like, why? Well, yeah. She's what like, do they, they know, know about me? They know. Well, I'm, well, they what know she I'm says mine. is, do they? Do I smell like a golf course? Yes. <laughs> Uh, and Brittany points out people might not know what your secret is, but they know you're not being yourself. They yes. can sense that you're, which is very insightful. It. Good yeah. job, Brittany. Now there is an offbeat moment where she's like, "If you were just actually yourself, people would love you and vote for you." When we just saw Kurt just get, like, harassed, they into... did vote for him, but in an interesting way. Yeah. And she's like, "How do you know that?" And seeing him, Brittany's like, Cause "I voted for you, and it's very sweet. And that's yes. very sweet." But they, yes, no, we have no evidence that they yeah. or any people, quite frankly, no. if you are yourself, will like you. That's no. the risk. That's of being a weird yourself. message to try to shoehorn <laughs> yourself. Yourself is here. not just like a kind person. Yourself yeah. is gay out yeah. loud. Um, but at the end of the scene, Brittany is like, "Well, actually, okay." There's a weird moment in here where we um, suddenly split screen, and then the screen pans, and we get all three like it's in vertical. So it's really like, good. One I like of those it. bizarre camera decisions. Whatever, can't even it. explain it in words. Well. Um, yeah. It's just like a triptych. It's like a, yeah, a weird triptych, but it's slowly like like it moving. slides in. Yeah, it yeah slides. It like, I don't know what they were going like, for there. Anyways, um, Brittany is like, we should get back in there and help Kurt. It's more difficult for him than it is for the you. The most sensitive thing anyone yes. shows ever. Said. Like, oh, she's Brittany's like, a real person. To, yeah, yes. For Brittany S. Pierce, who I've suddenly decided <laughs> I would die for. To say like, I know you're having a hard time. Kurt's having a worse yeah. time, and we're his friends. So we're gonna go so in they, there. So they like yeah. clean up and go back in. Yeah. We saw Rachel gently dabbing Quinn's like tears off her cheek with a damp napkin, which is sorry. Gay as hell. So gay. And then oh, and then also... Kurt had told Blaine, "I'm gonna go in and be coordinated. Like they don't get to like yes. run me out." Yes. Now before we get to see, he that... ends it with, "They can't touch us or what we have," which is so intense. And again, because Blaine's not speaking, he's just reacting. It's it the works. best scene they've yeah. ever had. <laughs> um, but before we're allowed to actually see the good scene that comes, we have to fucking put a button on the Artie plot. Oh my god. Why? Why Artie? We have three very good things going on I, right now. Because he has to be out there to see what happens, yeah. I guess. Anyways, so he wasn't back. spiking it with gin. It was, <laughs> was lemonade. Pouring it with lemonade. He doesn't, understand he doesn't what know what spiking punches, means. I guess. And she says, why didn't you just tell me that? We could have skipped that. But it isn't as funny as it could be. It's, it's not boring. funny at all. Yeah. <laughs> it's stupid. And I don't care about it's it. Just a bunch of stuff boring. just happened that was like very intense. And I'm supposed to yeah, care about... Yeah, don't put it next to this. Because it's fine. They go back into prom. Okay. okay. So, in, so in the gym now, which is where we are. Yeah. So <laughs> what, what has been happening for the past They've just been standing questions. silently, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> has his crown and scepter. scepter. <laughs> um, Figgins hands Kurt his crown and scepter. And there's a pause yeah. while Kurt decides basically what to say. And everyone looks at him nervously. And you could watch his actual friends tensing up. Because yeah. they're like, he could go buck wild. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> adult choice he makes which he makes the joke he says Kate Middleton eat your heart out and like winks and basically gives them all a break yeah 
And then, as if to acknowledge, you fucked up, but I'm not going to let it ruin my night. Because yeah. I'm and better than so you. Good. And then they all applaud, which does feel like it needs to be addressed in the show and isn't. And that's why Again, who made are these up people? several yeah. reasons. Who are these people? Yeah. Then, much in the vein of why did Figgins read this name out loud, he says, and now in the grand tradition, right. the king and queen will share their first dance. The Again. grand tradition, inviolable. Yeah. Again. First of, all, first of all, at what school do the king and queen have to Sorry. dance if they're not a couple by nature? <laughs> yeah, that's insane. And also, they, no, ours they, you're oh. the principal. You can just Wait, not make them do ours this. Ours definitely just dance with their dates. Oh, ours dates. it was they, they dance Also, Again, this is just a fanfic setup. It's like like when they have to they enter have to a fake it. marriage yeah. to like, like it's like a fake a wedding date. Yes, yes. Like, <laughs> you stay at a hotel, but it's there's like only the one bed. Oh, yes. right. yes. <laughs> that's what this is. Yes. Or like, will you come to my cousin's wedding with me? My dad, like, I have to go. So yeah. You have to come with me or whatever. Like, okay. Anyway, but also we, if we're gonna treat this seriously as an act of like lighthearted homophobia. Why what are a phrase. we? Yeah. Okay, go on. G- gentle homophobia. It's like non-violent, yeah. but it is still like a, a little minor... bit of whimsical homophobia. Yeah. Why make them dance then? Right. And treat it seriously and be like, "All right, guys, go on with your night. We're sorry this happened." Yeah, it's insane for the adults in the situation to like. It's just too contrived. It's stupid. It's so weird. It's. I mean, Figgins is like a nothing of a character yeah. to begin with, which is frustrating. But yeah. also, like, then make someone else the adult. Sue would not have done this, by the way. Yeah. Genuinely, no, Sue, believe... would have, Sue wouldn't have read it. No, Sue in her like real t- educator mode, which they sometimes put. Which her they in. sometimes do. Or Sue would have read it and then been like, "I'm really disappointed in you all." Yes. And she wouldn't have made them dance, right? She would have yes. given them each their crowns and let them go home. But so they are standing and just like apart from each other. Kurt's in gonna a fucking do it. Oh, He's no, wearing a skirt. They, wa- they walk down and Kurt. It's a dead silent. Kurt Kurt's. to him. It's time. Come out. <laughs> I love Kurt. He's wrong here. This is yes, not this the is time. Not the time. <laughs> no, Kurt is, this is Kurt, right? He's always like, everyone do the most. Yeah, I did it, and we're all yeah. going to do it. You're like, of course he's not going to come out right now, dude. You literally just got bullied yeah. in front of everyone. But they stand in like a big empty circle, spotlight, and Santana starts singing Dancing Queen. Sadly looking. Like she's being forced to. <laughs> Why is this the first dance? And then also, uh, Karofsky just immediately like books it. He's like, sorry, I can't do this. Which I genuinely think he maybe could have faked it had Kurt not been like, come out. <laughs> no, no one would have done cool this. So no one like, would have done this. I, whatever. But it, does, it is have... actually low-key in the setup for a second fanfiction trope, yes. which is that Lane appears out of the crowd, yes. summons up the courage to face his fear, holds out his hand and says, may I have this dance? And this is when the whole, like, This I, is when Friends in the Light should start to play, but it didn't exist at the time. No, and so they have to dance to Abba, and I immediately blew away all, uh, problems I had with the episode and was, it was, perfect fu- episode. Okay. was fully bought in. Is, That's a terrible it's like slow dance song. song. It's a terrible <laughs> slow dance song. It makes no sense. It's very the funny. They, they chose Kurt ABBA to also, like make it extra homophobic. I also love when Santana and Mercedes, which is who sings this song, yes. like sing together. Like yes. they work together. I love they that. They do work together. Um, Kurt looks so happy. Sorry, I rank every so episode happy. on whether Kurt looks happy. They dance together for a while, and then, like, Rachel comes out, and everyone starts She dancing. brings Jesse, yeah. and, like, everyone comes in. Well, it's no, Jesse's like... gone, and so is Finn. Oh, they right, never right. come she back. She just dances. Um, it's very, like, uh, when you're at a wedding, and the couple's doing their first dance, and it's a little weird. So, like, you've done it. We're all just going to start dancing yeah, yeah. now. You did one, They're you like, did we invite everyone who's also in love to come <laughs> yeah, onto yeah, the yeah. floor, and you're like, well. Yeah. It's very sweet, and that's how the episode ends. It's so good. It's so good. It's it very worked. It worked dream. for me. It worked on me. And like speaking out loud, I have so many problems with how it came to be. It's a garbage episode. Um, it was. It's very. Um, I don't have many like fulfillments of teenage dream wishes left. Yeah. Right. Like um, I mean, teenagehood went fine. Yeah. I turned out okay. I've had a lot of romantic moments in my life. But like, if I had been at the prom as yes. a girl, I was in love with, <laughs> and like summoned up the courage to ask me to dance, I would have dropped. Dead of joy. Yeah, high school dances are an easy like regret. Gotcha. Right, yeah. Sure, because no one actually. No one had fun. No I assume three people fun, in no. the world had a romantic experience at a school dance, and, and the rest of us were like, sense. "Oh, what could have been?" <laughs> anyway, and that was Glee. And that was Glee. That this was week. Glee. Um, three words or less. Was it good? Only the gay stuff. Mm. That's more than three words. Kurt was happy. I liked it. <laughs> <laughs> Jonathan Groff was bad. (laughs) Okay, I guess maybe yes. Even when the show is morally reprehensible, when it doesn't take itself, when it's doing like the right combination of serious, non-serious, when there are a lot of jokes, when there's a lot of plot, it's fun. And when the serious stuff is good, which is pretty much only when it's gay. Also, frankly, when there are no adults. Yes. Oh yeah, Will Schuster. Will Schuster is gone. This episode at all. Emma, nothing. Great. 
because then it's like easier to handle the weird tone because they're teens. They're so you're teens. like they're emotionally crazy and like we're, and there wasn't anything better. like blatantly offensive. Well, no. there were a couple mm. lines where you know it's blatant. Sure, but it was like bad but, jokes. It wasn't right. like it wasn't like a whole plot. Yeah, 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 it wasn't like the whole foundation and the setup was wrong. Considering the low bar we set for Glee, it this like was a good episode. It. Yeah, <laughs> it was a medium episode. Yeah, top forty sweet cheeks. Hit it. Okay, so dumb simple question. Ready? Just curious, want to know what you wear to prom? Ooh, I actually, question. my mom shipped me my prom dress the other day because she didn't want to store it anymore. <laughs> um, it was like a 1950s vintage uh, tool dress Ooh. that like my grandmother actually had to let out to a 28-inch corseted waist <laughs> because it came in like a 27. So actually, mm. after we ate at, out after prom, like I was like really full and then I unzipped it and I was like, oh, I'm hungry again because it was holding my stomach <laughs> in. But it looked beautiful. What color? It was black, but like then the top part was like, it was like a halter chiffon like tool Ooh. situation Whoa. with like embroidery. It's very beautiful. I'll never be able to wear it again, but I still have it. Okay. You can get rid of it ever. <laughs> Literally forever you have to keep that dress. Yeah. It's from like 1955. Like yeah. <laughs> um, I did, I remember my mom took me to Lord and Taylor, which was a big mm-hmm. deal. Oh my God. I know. And it was a lavender, like Grecian style, <laughs> like high waisted, full this. length. Right. We were at the same problem. Yeah, we were at the same problem. <laughs> um, it was a lovely dress. I did not get it altered to fit me properly. I <laughs> uh, did not wear the right bra and did my own hair, which is the problem with going to boarding school and not having any adults around yeah. to be like, you look great, but like, what if? What if I just... Oh, I mean, like, I paid way too much money to have my up. hair done. I did my yeah. own. I just crawled in. It was fine. But it is... I had, you know what? It didn't matter because like, I didn't have a date. I was not... I had a date. Sorry, Dan Mel. So not listening to this podcast. Um, <laughs> he was already balding in high school. He was, I hope yeah. he's not listening to this podcast. I was a lesbian <laughs> who did not bring a girl to prom. So yeah. I wasn't trying to impress my date. I was trying to not threaten or be threatened by my <laughs> date because uh, I didn't want him to try to kiss me. I had a friend date <laughs> who was like a guy who was younger than me on the cross country team. But like apparently, so apparently <laughs> after prom, the tradition is you have sex with your date. And he he had a girlfriend, like, and he one time cool he was like, "That's not the time. plan, right?" And I was like, "No, we're oh. friend dates." But then I felt weird the entire night, like felt the need to like clarify, like, "No, we're not. Uh, totally. We're just friend dates." And so that made me act a little weird, probably. I should have done clarification before my date, <laughs> but I did not, and instead disappointed a nice boy. <laughs> um, yeah, because we went to boarding school. They like brought the people to rent a tux in, and which is could, genius. Like, There's no way you there. were gonna get a tux anyway. Yeah. No, because you could also you couldn't have a car, and you couldn't like right. Um, you couldn't have a car. No, because we were like sixteen. <laughs> I guess I forget watching this show what actually being 16 child. is. No, but like. it is weird because 16 year olds do in the real totally, world. But they just couldn't be responsible for us. But yeah. They couldn't legally, like if we left and died. Um, <laughs> so they came in, I just wore a tux. I, an idiot, picked a double breasted suit. Oh my <laughs> That's incredible, actually. That's amazing. Um, and then they, the, the tailors were just not very good. So it was just gigantic on me. Like, I'm large, but it was big. It was too big. And it's a double very, breasted like, suit William is already going to be too big. <laughs> Like a double so person you... suit only looks good a certain way, and then like. So did you look like the like Van Gogh like captain? That's what I'm picturing, what? like with the oversight. You know that painting of the guy with the beard, oh, and he's yeah, got like yeah. the navy, like the... a little <laughs> too big, and like the pants were way too big. <laughs> and then you got to pick an accent color for the like tie and vest, and What'd then like pick? a pattern for the vest. I definitely picked teal. Oh my god! And like a giant paisley pattern. Oh I my god! Was, the, the vest. In case no one knew that you weren't gay, <laughs> it's bad. That's but you went with our friend Viral. I went with our friend Viral. It was like a full friend date. Cool. I was yeah. out at the time, so it wasn't like even. Right. It was not misleading. Yeah. And I do remember wore... being jealous that she got to you first. invite <laughs> 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 sweet, sweet Dan. <laughs> Did not know that this was a friend date. <laughs> oh, Dan. <laughs> it's okay. The girl I had a crush on was also there, obviously, because we went to high school together, and weirdly enough, did not fall in love with me that night, despite mm, how beautiful funny, my weird. Grecian Yeah, none looked. of the 400 boys I had a crush on fell in love <laughs> yeah. with me. So I'm just saying promises, <laughs> I also could not wear heels because I had pulled both of my hip flexors. Mm-hmm. Right. They're miserable. No one should wear heels. That's a good question. Um, I have obviously played my favorite game. Um, this week I selected Christina Perry, uh, the artist <laughs> behind Jar of Hearts. Um, so now it's time to guess. I'm, so here's the thing with like, I also Jar know nothing Hearts. about Christina Perry. Yeah, I hadn't thought about it since 2011. Same. I so I'm asking you Well, a very I love that song, question. Thousand Years, even though I know it's from Twilight and Bad. A lot it's a of pretty songs song. from the Twilight soundtracks are good. They're fine. Yeah. yeah, they really spent a lot of money to like, I, make it. Flightless Bird, American Mouth is good, or whatever it's called. 
Mm-hmm. Well, that was like I feel like that was like the first time that like people making dumb teen movies were like we could also get very good artists to make songs for the oh, soundtrack. Yeah. And Everything's make a thing tried out to of copy it. it. Like Hunger yeah. Games tried to do it. Yeah. Um. Anyways, I I don't know who she is or what she does. Why would I know how she felt about the election? That's why I'm asking you to guess. Yeah, but like I have nothing to base it on. Okay. All right. Okay. So she's like a young person, probably middle America e right. Like she wants to have like a wide audience. Well, she's I definitely think... not famous enough. I will show you a picture of Christina. Well, it's okay. not helpful, but okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Ooh, she has tattoos. <laughs> right, now we're just going to base this on... you like me to be part of her Wikipedia bio? Yeah. Sure. To get a little context? Um, Welcome to our podcast. Is <laughs> Christina Perry good? Um, she's she from been? Bucks County, Pennsylvania. Okay. Not a great um, first time. Jar of Hearts was her first single. What wow. else? I mean, it seems she was in musical theater as a child. She lives in LA. It seems like she's pretty. She's trying. Pretty boring. I think she posted a, like, time to vote, Graham, Mm -hmm. and a Women's March, Graham. I'm going to say she was full, like, mentioned Hillary by name. Okay. Was interesting and political. Okay. Just to, like, go out on a limb. Um, so she did on election day, Graham, so proud to be an American, so proud to be a woman, so proud to be able to vote, so proud to vote for her. Okay. Nice. With a photo of herself with her, like, I voted sticker on her hat and a little jacket with, um, the American flag on the back. Okay. Okay. All right. It's very post. Um, Very post, but, like, great. Um, and then on the, later on the 8th, she didn't wait till the 9th, um, posted what appears to be a screenshot of a, of a notes app or a long text Mm. message. I can't quite tell. Um, what time on November? I'm not going to read the whole thing to you, but uh, it starts with, even though I have every reason to be scared right now, I'm choosing not to be. Um, <laughs> even though so many people are boycotting me and my music and my opinions and my freedom of speech, even though people are Wait, writing what? cruel things to me, I'm choosing not to be angry. Um, yeah, I don't know. Why she is seems this to have taken this too personally. Who, how well, is that about her already? So on I, the think, I think that probably I think she, she posted probably... that about, like, so proud to vote for her, and a bunch of people were yeah. like, how dare you? She got a lot of hateful comments, Yeah. Oh, when, when you started with, I'm, I have every reason to be scared right now, it was like, hashtag all of us at 10 p.m. Same. on November 8th. So then but on she the meant, 9th, like, she Instagrammed um, some, like, text art that just said, all great things are preceded by chaos. Okay. I don't I don't love that interpretation, but we, we were all seeing how it was going to shake out. It. I guess. It's <laughs> nice. It's very, like, I choose we were all doing our best. love. One day at a time, we'll get through this together. Okay. So, like, fully on our side. I'm going to chalk this one up as a win column for me. Totally. Sure. I, I agree. <laughs> what about like, Women's misguided. March? Did she post a women's? She must have now. Yeah. With all, yeah, with she's all like, this stuff. And I believe, I, now, but what do we think her sign was going to be? Or the sign that she posted? It would probably be, like. Oh, it's going to be one of, like. And I'm gonna be men of quality respect women of equality. Yeah. <laughs> My least favorite fucking sign. Or just like a really, or she would have posted a picture of a sign that someone else was holding of like Trump kissing Putin or something. Gross. No. And I thought it, was funny. it is a photo of her in some, um, not even a pussy hat, just cat ears. Okay. <laughs> just like jumping. <laughs> Love that the interpretation crowd of, of it. March. I think it was LA, so it was warm. So they were all wearing hats. Okay. Um, she also, she grammed a lot that day. There's okay. also some text art that just says, I have always been the woman of my dreams, which there's, is an Instagram yeah. poet thing. There's a, like, female symbol with the fist. With the fist. And then I think also this photo of herself, the of her against <laughs> the wall, unrelated She is a woman. That's just, like, um, one of the photos she hands out to and agents. And, like, a photo of the Statue of Liberty with her face over her. Her hands, hands over, her, over face. her face. Yeah. Okay. She's a lot. A lot. You she's know what? really I think, trying. like, heart in the right place. So this is always... At least she's not... Like, yeah, just, like, quietly, like, saying nothing. The people who aren't super famous have a bit more freedom. Or right. they're going to try really hard to be neutral because they're trying so hard to be famous. Yeah, like, that she went with, like, I'm just going to do it. That yeah. is what I have to lose. Right. Strangers who have not listened to the rest of my album. <laughs> like, yeah, Debra Messing can do it. <laughs> May we all be more like Debra Messing, frankly. <laughs> Thank you. Only anyway. sometimes. <laughs> anyway... And, and that's that's it. Yeah, that's it, right? We're done. Yeah. That's it. Okay. Sure. Um. <sighs> Instagram, us. Twitter, was really good. Rate yeah. and review us. Apple Podcasts. Five we do stars, read please. all the reviews, and we love them. We yeah. truly send them um, to each other. You can give us a call three three zero three six 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 one three zero and tell us about your prom dress. We promise not to tell anyone mm-hmm. about it. And It'll I think cool. we just like hearing about it. Email. Did you say email already? Yeah. If not, you can email us, yeah. wesclygood at gmail.com. The only email, quite the frankly. Email. <laughs> um, and you can watch this episode of Glee. Yeah, it's pretty fun. The songs are actually pretty good, except for the fun. two boring ones. You Don't. will get Friday stuck in your head. 
Don't go to prom. Don't go to prom. <laughs> Hopefully you're all adults. I don't think that's actually true of our listeners, but most of you are. If you are an adult, do not go to prom. If you're above the <laughs> age of 19, please don't go to prom. Just don't get your hopes up. It's not fun. <laughs> I don't, don't like doing adult prom. Those are boring. Oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, I guess some people have fun with them. I don't want to be judgmental. but I do want to be judgmental. I do want to be judgmental. <laughs> 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 the last <laughs> minute of our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bye. 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 Get ready for me, love, because I'm a comer.